Welcome to Story Chats at Inspire Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. And that's Valerie Comer, hiding. Sorry, there was a little glitch. Do you want to start that over again? Sure. I didn't hear any of that. Okay, yeah. Welcome to Story Chats at Inspire Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. And today we have Amy Anguish here with us today to talk about her new release, Destination Romance. So here's a little about Amy from her bio. Amy R. Anguish grew up as a preacher's kid. And in spite of having lived in seven different states that are all south of the Mason-Dixon line, she's not a football fan. Currently, she resides in Tennessee with her husband, daughter, and son, and usually a bossy cat or two. Amy has an English degree from Freed Hardman University that she intends to use to glorify God, and she wants her stories to show that while Christians face real struggles, it can still work out for good. Thank you so much for joining us, Amy. I am so glad to be here. So why don't we start by having you just tell us a little bit about Destination Romance. Give us, you know, give us a couple minutes about the book. <laughs> okay. Um, this is my first book in my first series, and it is a road trip romance. And so basically it happens mostly away from home. Um, the, the, there are three girls that have just graduated from college, and they have gone on several road trips together through college, but this is going to be their last big hurrah before they have to face adulthood, basically. <laughs> And um, it's also sort of a bachelorette fling because one of them is going to get married. And so the main girl character in this one is Katie and she is going to be a librarian and has gotten her dream job, very excited about starting it. So she doesn't really care to go on this trip, but she goes just because she's gone on all the others, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and she's the maid of honor. So she sort of has to go. And the very first night, they run into two guys, and the guys end up deciding to tag along on the girls-only road trip. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And hijinks ensue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos ensues. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Um, so, so I don't know. I guess we, uh, we always just, when we're interviewing an author, we each take a turn asking a question. So Valerie, you are first on my list of people to take the floor. All right. Cooney and I will just uh, go ahead and, uh, <laughs> and do that. There weren't any cats on this road trip, right? That does not class as my question. No, <laughs> so, you know. no there were no cats in this book. <laughs> hmm, well, Cooney's not so interested in that case. Yeah. Um, she's, not, she's not a big reader as it is. <laughs> So you have these three friends, Katie and Brie and Skye. They yes. are such an unlikely group together. Um, I got the feeling they're kind of held together by, um, by the bride-to-be, that the other two wouldn't be such good friends if it wasn't for their <laughs> mutual friend. So I'm just really curious where your inspiration came for these very unlikely friends. Um, I don't know. Is that an honest <laughs> answer? A short question and answer. <laughs> um, I, have, I have some very unlikely friends. 
Um, a lot of people don't realize that I am an extrovert. I don't know why, because I am very outgoing and talk all the time, but, um, I, I always end up with these introverted friends for some reason, <laughs> like I'm just drawn to them. And I'm the one that sort of like holds various friendships together. So maybe that's why I thought, oh, this is just the way it normally is. <laughs> well, I, I can see that kind of thing because, uh, I mean, Katie doesn't come across as particularly extroverted. She's just like... I tried to make her an introvert. I I think you managed. Okay. So yeah, I can see how the the extrovert being the um, the center of the friendships would could draw in some introverts that may or may not um, actually like each other all that much. Um, Although they didn't hate each other, just (laughs) that was a lot of the tension, though. And uh, I think Cooney's done. So here we are, Katie. <laughs> Hi, Cooney. Well, if you're going, go. <laughs> there's a um, there's a thing I see on Facebook periodically that's along the lines of introverts don't actually make friends; they just wait for an extrovert to adopt them. Um, and I would I would agree with that, generally speaking. <laughs> uh, uh, that seems to be what happened there. Now, so are would you say that uh, the other two are extroverts? Um, I would definitely say Brie is more extroverted. She's very go get it. Um, let's plan this, but if something happens, we'll just roll with the punches. Sky is very, um, uh, she is my free spirit and she just sort of developed her own character as I wrote her and, and, and went off and did her own thing. And I was like, well, okay. So when I sat down to write, the I can, third I can book, just which, see you tagging along behind, taking notes. <laughs> oh, this is what she does. <laughs> yeah. I saw my Screw husband, readers. I, I give these characters their own personality and then they write the story for me and he doesn't understand that, but that's, just, that's the way it happens. And so of course the second book is breeze. And then the third book is skies. And when I sat down to write those, I had to go back and reread the first one to remember what they were like and then when they were the real center of attention um they even developed more and and so i'm i'm hoping that i did them both justice too so all three stories are currently written they are currently written and they're coming out coming out six months apart so i didn't really have a choice (laughs) i had to just sit down and knock them out awesome well good for you Yes. Looking forward to seeing where uh, where further road trips are going to take us because they're that's the theme, right? Yes. The can I tell you or yeah yeah okay. <laughs> so the the second road trip is in Dallas, Texas, and then the third road trip is actually to Boulder, Colorado. Oh, fun! Mm. Yeah. Nice, cool, cool. All right, Norell, are you ready with your question? I am. I'm awake. It's very <laughs> early in the morning when we're recording this one. So I've been awake for maybe an hour. So I think I'm doing okay. Yeah. Um, so my question relates to Katie. So um, in the story, we really saw her struggle with PTSD and the hints of that really started 
in New Orleans, which was the first stop on the road trip. Um, and I was quite surprised that we we're in New Orleans at the very beginning. We were at this beautiful hotel and I sat there thinking, whereabouts are we? Um, and New Orleans wasn't what I expected, but that was pretty cool. <laughs> but anyway, um, my question relates to um, we see them on Bourbon Street in New Orleans and something happens and we start to see that Katie is really feeling under pressure when she's around um, crowds of people and different things. So without giving away any spoilers, how did Katie's P PTSD um, impact on her life? I, I think she's been avoiding it for most of her life, trying to pretend like it's not really there and that she can handle anything. And um, she really gets hit with it in several different places during the book. And not only does she have to face it, but then her friends start to realize what a really big deal it is and her sister. And um, she, she finally admits that she might not be able to handle this by herself anymore and, and probably couldn't handle it by herself in, in the beginning. But I don't think anybody else really realized what a big deal it was in her life either. And and the more it comes out and the more she's having to struggle with it, I think that was a really big turning point. And some people have actually um, criticized the way I developed Katie. They didn't really like her, but um, that's, that's who she is. And she's having to deal with this. And I'm hoping I left it in such a way that um, maybe they'll like her more towards the end of the book than they do at the beginning. <laughs> I do. I find the yeah. I find this whole like and dislike a character thing fascinating. I've always I always have because I don't tend to necessarily. I think a character is dumb or stupid or smart is probably the thinking that goes through my mind as a reader rather than whether I like them or don't like them. But um, I think what. I probably really took away from watching her PTSD journey in the story is that introverts are very good at hiding things. Extroverts, when they have a problem, usually the entire world plus the other side of the world knows what's going on, if that makes sense. <laughs> They're the yeah. ones on social media shouting to the world about all this drama that's going on and the more people that come in and give them the poor me and um, whatever that sort of takes off, whereas introverts are very different in the way they manage um, things as well. So I thought that was very well done in the story. So I'm a fan of the way you've you. done Katie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I hope people will give her a chance as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The like and dislike thing is pretty interesting because as an author, I, I don't want to write the same character like 40 times, yeah. right? Exactly. They, yes. they all need to be different. I mean, some of them have a similar personality, but then their family upbringing, everything is so different. Um, or just the situation they find themselves in. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of a wide variety of characters. And yet that doesn't stop me from judging them in the, in the first paragraph either. I'm like, excuse me, you know, could you not be a little more mature? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, there might be 50,000 words to come. She might get there. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And I think it's also, I mean, because we're writing Christian romance, 
that it's often the characters that are the most like you are the ones that you don't like because you're seeing all the traits in yourself that you wouldn't necessarily want to really think about all on display in the book and the consequences of those behaviours are also coming out in the book. So I think there's sometimes a bit of Holy Spirit nudging that goes on when people have a lot of energy about whether they like or don't like a character. So I never see that as a bad thing from that perspective as well. Right. Cool. I guess that makes it my turn. Um, (laughs) So, so mine is, I love, so I love road trips. So I love just the idea of books set on road trips. Some of my favorite books have been road trip journeys. Um, And I really enjoyed this one as well. And I love that aspect of it. What, what made you decide to go that route? If you'll pardon this sort of pun. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I love puns. I love puns. Use all the puns. Uh, (laughs) So um, way back a long time ago, when I was a freshman in college, I went on a road trip with two friends (laughs) over spring break. Yes. And this road trip that I wrote about, it looks nothing like that one. But (laughs) we were going to say, oh, and these are the same stops. We went went to New Orleans. (laughs) All right, then. No, but... The idea of it um, stayed with me. And on that road trip, um, we did run over a a few dead animals. So um, one of those made it in. And um, we did go several different places on that road trip. And when we were driving, there was another car that we kept like playing tag with. You know, you pass them and then they pass you. and, And there were some really cute guys in it. And so the idea just stayed with me you know what if we had stopped and met these guys and then what if we had spent some time together could anything have happened just from one little road trip you know what would happen if you did that and so a, a, a dateline murder episode <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I would have happened yeah. <laughs> you know and and I mean my road trip happened back when we didn't even have cell phones yeah. we you know, we didn't have all the technology that you have now that can keep you safer. Like my characters are uh, following each other on the app on their phone and making sure they are where they say they are and and texting and calling. And we didn't even have any of that. So where we were going, our parents just had to assume we got there and, you know, we're safe. But um, the idea of it stayed with me. A we had pay ago. phones though. We had pay phones. Did <laughs> yeah. you have to che- don't you remember checking in with mum and dad on the pay phone? Yeah. Oh, and then you could call phoning, reverse charges when collect. you had no money. Your phone collect and your parent says no yes. and hangs right. up. <laughs> have the message that you're okay. Right. Like it's, it's the collect operator says state your name and you're like, I made it, I'm fine. And then they deny that they don't want they don't want the car. <laughs> We did this even when my kids were teenagers. That probably tells you how old my kids are. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, if they actually wanted to talk to us, they had to call a second time right away. If they called twice, then I'm like, okay, what do you want? Like, really? What do you want? <laughs> I had a calling card, um, long yes. distance calling card, but it only called my parents' number. I couldn't use it for anything else. So, but that was so that because it was, um, it was a 14 hour drive from home to college. So that was, yeah, I could call them with the calling card (laughs) so old (laughs) yeah 
but yeah. still, um, that's cool. That's really fun. I liked, I did like how they used the apps to check up on each other. Um, because I think that's smart today. <laughs> if you are road tripping with friends yes. <laughs> to yes. keep tabs. It's also, it's also, it's also slightly creepy. So my daughter was yes. showing me her Snapchat app. Yeah. I've, I've never used Snapchat. It's all new to me. And she's showing me the world map and where friends are that she's been to school with and different things. She's like, oh, that's my friend such and such. And they're in Italy and they're living here. But they go to Milan and um, somewhere else, Venice quite often. I think that's when they're going clubbing because it's the middle of the night. And, like, it's just the stuff that you can sort of draw out and extrapolate. And she knows where her friends are as well. And I just think that's weird. Like that's just me. I, I'm not of this generation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My husband has the app and he like uses it when his dad is coming to visit us. So we can sort of figure out when he's going to get here. And um, I call it his stalker app because nice. he can stalk his yeah. dad and his brother. And, and you have to like accept and let them stalk yeah. you to use it. So there is, yeah. like, he does have permission. <laughs> But I agree. It's a little, it's a little creepy sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's just different, different generation. So yeah, that's what will yeah. be coming up in romance novels soon is we'll have um, people tracking people with apps. You won't have to send a message. Where are you? They'll just know. No. <laughs> no. Oh, he's, he's walking away. down the street from two blocks away. He'll be here any second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. <clears throat> All right, other questions for Amy, because we're we're running a little fast. So we have time if you if you thought of something else. I have a question. Okay. So was there a particular reason so that you chose the particular places that they stopped in the story? I just love seeing, I mean, I've never been to that part of the states in the south. I think I've I've been to San Antonio and Dallas, so they've been that way, and I've been to Indianapolis, but I haven't sort of been into that area. And so I found that fascinating to see the Gulf Coast. So was there a particular reason that you chose though that particular route or those particular locations for the story? I knew that I was starting in New Orleans, and I've been to New Orleans. It's been a long time, but I have been there, um, and I would love to go back because it's it's absolutely gorgeous and the food is amazing seriously amazing um and then I just I knew that they were going to go some other places so I started thinking about okay logistically where else would they go they don't want a ton of driving time between the places so I actually pulled out my husband's atlas and was like mapping, okay, here's where the rust areas are. Here's how long it takes to get from here to here. I've been to the Gulf Coast and the water is absolutely gorgeous. It just miles and miles of it only come up to your knees and it's clear and it's warm. And I thought, oh, it would be really fun to have a beach day yeah. in the middle of the yes. trip, you know. So we did that. And then um, Atlanta is where my husband grew up. And he is a big Atlanta Braves fan. And we've both been to Stone Mountain, not together, but we've both been um, several times. I've been to that Six Flags. I've been several other places in Atlanta. And we want to go back when our kids get just a little bit there and do like the aquarium and the Coke Museum. And there's so much fun stuff to do there. Um, so I just thought, okay, that's a really great place for them to end. 
they can go do a couple things there. That's where her sister's going to live. So that gives them a place to stay. Yeah. Cause you know, you start thinking about road trips. They cost a lot of money if you don't yeah. have somewhere to stay um, and you have to pay for hotel rooms and gasoline, which is ridiculous right now. And, and all the and things. And they're fresh <laughs> out of college. So they're yeah. not. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They haven't started wealthy. working yet. So they've got to, they've got to be able to do things that they can mostly afford. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mostly they'll pay it off later, you yeah. know. <laughs> they're not, they're not I love the baseballs. Yeah. You won me over with the baseball. That was the one thing oh, that was very you. familiar. I've been to the baseball in Seattle okay. years ago, probably about nine years ago now. Love yes. to go back. That's when That's I first discovered fries that had topping on them. We never really had that in Australia <laughs> a decade ago and like called dirty chips, I think, if I've remembered correctly. Yeah, that was the first time I'd ever had dirty chips. And now it's very popular here. Yes. <laughs> We're a bit behind. <laughs> hey, if you want anything that's unhealthy, just come to the United States and we have it in one form or another. I'm telling you, it's extra large, extra, extra large. large. Yeah. Yes. All the I fat, remember ordering all the carbs. A, yeah. I remember ordering a drink and I nearly fell over that I got given a bucket. But anyway, that's okay. And I did love the food in the um, book as well. So I was there busy Googling food like I do. I love foodie books. So (laughs) I loved how your book had the foodie elements, particularly in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. New Orleans, that food is such a big thing in New Orleans. And and my aunt and uncle lived down in that area for a while. So they got us all hooked on like all the Cajun food. And I actually uh, went and bought beignet mix a couple of weeks ago and made them for my kids and my kids were like mom they're so good and my kids are five and seven so you know anything yeah. fried with sugar on it right yeah we're in yeah we're in. <laughs> <laughs> yes but I love food too and I just think the south has some of the best food in the world <laughs> I do yeah I do for sure cool I'll have to visit one day you should. When, you petrol, should. When, when the cost of gas isn't astronomical. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> I know. All our airfares are going up for international flights, so because of all the costs, I'm like, oh, yes. it's going to be a long time before I travel overseas. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. I'll cope. Yeah. I'll have to keep reading books with um, road trips in them. There we go. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Yes. How we all can travel more safely. And yes. <laughs> curious really quickly if uh, if you had trouble coming up with three different types of road trip romances for your series sort of I, <laughs> I did not plan to make this a series I had never written a series before in my life and I just swore up and down I wasn't going to do it and then I have two friends who all they had written until like last year was series and they're like Amy you have to do a series you have to do a series and I'm like I don't want to do a series um and I started writing the first book and I just thought oh my goodness wouldn't it be fun to give each girl her own book and so it ended up yes they, they each get their own book and the second one is is sort of like an accidental road trip because they didn't mean to take a road trip it was supposed to be a cruise and um a hurricane different yeah (laughs) a a hurricane strands them in dallas which is not really where you would ever think to just go for you know for a oh i'm gonna go to dallas for a few days you know maybe if you live close to it but (laughs) you're not gonna drive from tennessee to dallas just 
for no reason. So um, they get stranded in Dallas together and um, and they actually know each other, but they're not really on friendly terms. So that, no. okay. I'm not going to tell you any more than that. No. Cause it'll, I, it I can't it. extrapolate. I, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm piecing it together too. I'm like, mm. yes. yes. And then, <laughs> and um, it, yeah. The, yeah, the third one is like a long-term trip because she's spending the summer with her sister in Boulder. Her father has threatened Sky. This is Sky, mm-hmm. our, our flighty one. Her father has <laughs> threatened to take the convertible away if she doesn't get a job. Uh oh. So <laughs> she decides to go um, help her sister out with her wedding planning business and um, ends up spending the whole summer in Boulder, Colorado. But she doesn't plan to stay there. So she doesn't plan to stay there. Plan to stay there. Has no plan. <laughs> no plan that's out except to not lose the car she's very precious about the car car. yes yes she is yeah we cannot lose the convertible no the convertible is kind of the fourth the fourth participant yes for sure yeah yeah yes very cool all right well thank you for joining us and why don't you tell everyone where they can find you and your books okay i have a website it is a bit of anguish dot weebly.com love that <laughs> and i'm also on facebook and twitter and um i'm also on youtube it's called once upon a page and i have a channel with two other authors and we talk all things books and writing and um and do extras to go into some of the fun things in our books so that's a really okay. fun place Excellent. and what else did you want Go ahead and mention, because you have some books on sale right now, I yes. believe, July 1st, and they are off sale on Sunday? On the 3rd. Yes, the 3rd is the last day. They are on sale for 99 cents. It's Unexpected Legacy. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I have <laughs> several, because my publisher is doing her, her annual birthday sale. So oh, she fun. puts most of our books on sale for 99 cents. So it's an unexpected legacy and um, no place like home, candy cane wishes and saltwater dreams, which is a novella collection all set on the beach. And then um, saving grace. Here's my kitty. Oh, kitty. Oh, kitty. What's your kitty's name? It. Oh. The cat's name. Yes. Yes. That's outstanding. Yes. Poor thing. Poor little it. Oh, she 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 puts up with my seven year old picking her up and going, "Oh, kit, I just love you so much." So that's adorable. (laughs) Good cat. Very cool. All right. Um, I will try to remember to list all of those in the show notes. Um, That'd be great. But they're only on sale. Yeah. I'll have a look and see if I've missed any. Yes. The collection, the novella collection is a good one. I, I yes. enjoyed all of those. I okay. think that might be, no, I've read a couple. I think I've read one or two of the others, but they're all good. <laughs> but that, um, I know with novella collections, sometimes I need a recommendation before I will like go there because I'm one of these weird people who has to read from start to end. I don't just pick and choose like normal people do. <laughs> yeah, so- me too. Me too. <laughs> So a recommendation helps. And that one is a good one. You can read all of them. They're all good. (laughs) Yes. They're all Christmas on the beach. So, I mean, how can you go wrong? Exactly. Yes. (laughs) So I can't can't think of any way. (laughs) No, 
Now, if you have a question for Amy about destination romance, um, it is July 1st, 2022. So she'll be around for like a week or so in the comments. If you're watching this in the future, far, far in the future from Mars, where we all live in colonies, then <laughs> don't leave a comment looking for Amy because she's not here anymore. Um, but but she might be. She might well, be. she might be. It's true. We're not saying you can't come back from Mars <laughs> to answer questions on our YouTube channel if you want to. Or Valerie. Valerie's like, this is a romance channel, not a sci-fi channel. Ooh, watch us <laughs> go. <laughs> anyway, if you have a question for Amy about her book, please feel free to leave it in the comments and she will respond to you for a week or so. Um we would love to know what you think if you've read it, if you're intrigued. It is a really fun book that all three of us enjoyed reading. Um, you can find information about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash story chats. And if you're watching on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you never miss an episode. And we will look forward to seeing you again next week. And in the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.